blow dry too hard. It just, yeah. I mean, look at it. it blew I'm a little right off today. I'm someone who's really driven by what I'm passionate about. I have definitely felt a call into education. I love kids and I love learning um, about content for sure, but also about life. Hey, everybody, welcome to a special. I know I say that every time, but this is a special edition of HC Medium Talk for a couple reasons, Cam. Number one, we've got new microphones. Mm-hmm. How excited are you about these new microphones? Um, not as excited as you are. I'm very excited about these. But I also, <laughs> well, I'd be a lot more excited if people could like see it. Yeah, because we look so cool. That's really what it comes down to. We look awesome talking you into these mics. Cool. And no one can see. Just listeners out there, we look so cool with these new mics. Just, just trust us. We do. You do have a great face. <laughs> For radio. Yeah. But the real reason I'm excited this morning is we are joined in the studio, also known as my classroom. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> With my dear friend, someone I love and respect very much, Chuck Comerick. Hello. Now, guys, Chuck is not a HC employee. Chuck is actually the principal of the middle school, correct, at correct. Zealand Christian schools. That is correct. Chuck, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Instead of Cam and I asking questions, we thought, how fun would it be to talk to ZCS middle schoolers and have them run this interview for us? So Cam, we can basically take a break and just listen to the questions of these middle schoolers. So why did I have to come here so early? I'm sorry, Cam. I should have let you sleep in this morning. This is a before school episode, folks. I brought donuts, but I'm not going to share any with you. You're kidding me. Are there donuts in there? Oh, there I see the donuts. Oh, my goodness. My mom bought them. Shout out, Pam. So here's how this is going to go. We've got a series of questions from ZCS middle schoolers. I went last week with a big, beautiful sign that said, ask your principal anything. Anything. And they did. Uh, quite a crowd gathered around, and they asked a lot of questions. From that body of questions, we've identified some that we're going to be playing for Mr. Comrade this morning. And some we just, unfortunately, some didn't make the cut. <laughs> a lot of people want to know who your favorite student is, Mr. Comrade. And favorite daughter. And favorite daughter. Well, <laughs> my favorite student, what I would say is uh, they're all my favorites. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. But that doesn't really answer the you question. You can't do that. No, I mean, you can't, you, can't, you can't have favoritism, mm-hmm. but, you know, kids are great. A lot of people wanted to know. Yep. Well, they can all know that they are my favorite. Kind of special and not special at the same time. It I is, like that. It is very special and not special. <laughs> so my favorite daughter, I, I say that I have my favorite oldest daughter, my favorite middle daughter, and my favorite youngest daughter. I like so, that. It works I'm gonna well. I'm gonna steal that from you, Chuck. That they're wouldn't all, work as well if you had four kids. That's that, true. The that'd upper be middle. For <laughs> upper two middle. <laughs> You're my favorite uh, second born, third born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's always a way, Cam. Hey, Cam, on the other computer here this morning. Let's uh-huh. give Mr. Comrade. We've got a question to start us out all the way from the seventh grade, Clayton. Clayton. Let's hear what Clayton wonders from you, Mr. Comrade. Do you have a secret passageway from your office to City on a Hill Cafe? Ooh, they're on to you, Mr. Comrade. It's a great question. I don't know, Clay, but if I didn't, it wouldn't be a secret, would it? Ooh, <laughs> leave that one a little mysterious. Uh-huh. I respect that, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Fair response. All right, let's go. Let's hear from John, sixth grader John. 
What did you want to be when you were in middle school? Ooh, the throwback. Yeah. Well, I think back to elementary, and I literally had a best friend who wanted to be a woodpecker. <laughs> what? I, I, I don't think... Uh, the bird? Yep. I, I don't know why I thought of that, but I did. Um, but what, me personally... What, do you know what he's doing now, if I may ask? I honestly don't know. We lost touch. She moved to the east side of the state, and that was about it. High uh, density of woodpeckers over there, so... Better trees, I'm sure. <laughs> I think so. There's, but me personally, um, I think in middle school, uh, <laughs> when I had um, the ability to think past the current day I was in, um, I thought maybe engineering, because I really love math. Wow. Um, but I also loved art, so I also saw myself, which seemed to be conflicting maybe passions, but... Um, my mom in middle school actually allowed me to paint a probably three to four foot uh, in diameter smiley face on my wall, yellow. Yeah, now this is before really. emojis, friends. And uh, you so, invented so you, the emoji. You designed the original. Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. I'm. I'm kind I of, thought it was Forrest Gump, but it was Chuck Comrie. It was. Yep. I just didn't have a movie made out of me. Okay, so engineering and art. That's I didn't I don't think I knew what engineering was in middle school. I don't I still am not totally sure. Obviously I don't know either because I'm not one. <laughs> yeah. But uh it's a lot of math stuff, building yeah. stuff, designing okay. stuff that works. So. Hey, in a similar vein, let's hear from another student. I think they forgot to write their name down on their note card. That could be possible. But they've got a great question. Hit it, Cam. What made you start teaching? Mr. Conroy, you're currently a principal, but I think the question still stands. You started as a teacher and have since become a principal. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey? You bet. I'm someone who's really driven by what I'm passionate about. And um, also just listening and trying to have a listening ear to where God is calling me. And so I've definitely felt a call into education um, because... I love kids, and I love learning um, about content for sure, but also about life. And so I had somebody paint a great picture for me of kind of this idea of calling where our passion um, meets, like our greatest passion meets the world's greatest need. And um, that has eventually uh, nudged me and led me into uh, leadership roles. Uh, there's a need for leaders. And I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm learning, um, and I enjoy partnering with families and kids and their parents um, and teachers and just moving forward together and being better together and uh, just that whole idea of community and just what an honor it is to to lead a community hmm. uh, and a great challenge, uh, but also, um, yeah, a privilege that I have. And um, so, yeah, it's definitely a calling of mine um, because it's hard, mm. um, but it's through um, those challenges that make it so rewarding, and I just know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So That's pretty awesome, Chuck. Indeed yeah. it is. And I must say, as a leader, you're such a man of integrity, but also really approachable. I think you have a lot of those qualities of a leader in such a nice balance. So I, I imagine you're a fantastic principal. I'm doing my best, and I got good people around me. Um, I don't, I don't claim to know everything, but I, I know enough people that know mm, things mm. and that are way smarter than me. And so, uh, there's someone, Greg Crochelle, 
going to name drop him. He has a podcast. And what he says is, um, as a leader, our goal is to just be real and not necessarily to always be right. And so mm. I try to have that posture every day um, and just have a, I guess, when I go into school every day, I want to try to accomplish two things. I want to be a listener first, um, to listen well, and to really listen well. I, the second thing is to be curious. And so I want to be curious about, um, well, why why is this? Because there's always more, because uh, everyone has a story. And uh, yeah. So anyway. I love that. First of all, I love both of those. But the second one, being curious, it's so easy to take things at face value, or especially in a school or in a Christian school, I think there's a danger in just taking, to use Jesus' metaphor, he talks about a tree and fruit. And it's so easy, or at least there's a temptation for me to just be like a manager of fruit, you know, stop doing these bad things and start doing these good things. But the curiosity, I think, leads you to ask, why? Where's this coming from? Which takes you beyond the fruit and maybe helps us consider reasons why, you know, particular behaviors are manifesting and and to ask, I think, bigger questions that invite students into a process of, of transformation rather than just fruit management or behavior management. Mm-hmm. Fruit yep. management. Fruit management. Fruit ninja management. It's nope, deep. Not that. Dang, this is turning into like a leadership podcast it here, is. Cam. You get some free leadership <laughs> stuff, Cam. Glad I can learn from the best. <laughs> <laughs> This monotone voice. He knows what to say. He knows what to say. He knows just what to say. (laughs) Hey, let's hear from Tegan in the sixth grade. How many pairs of Converse shoes do you own? I have been asked this question before, so I've had to count them. Currently, (laughs) I have... Is this a thing? You're kind of known for your Converse at the middle school? Oh, He's got folks, you can't see, but this man just put his feet on the table. Donut socks I'm seeing and light blue Converse All Stars. That's, nice. That's right. It's wow. uh, it's kind of well. I think every day this year I've worn Converse. Really? Um. So I have. Did I say how many I had? Did I even answer that? No. I didn't. I know. Not yet. So leaving Tegan hanging here. I currently have nine pairs. Oh, um, that's all not different that colors. Um, uh, that's a lot of. I guess, yeah, it's just one shoe. That's true. And I do, you know, I will constantly uh, be updating my collection, if you want to call it that. But I literally wear them every day. Um, Some high tops, some low tops. Um, Hey, what size are you, Chuck, in case Principal Appreciation Day, somebody wants to get you a pair of Converse? That's a great question. Sam, I'm thinking Cam might want to get you a pair. I typically wear 10 and a half, but Converse (laughs) (laughs) don't always come in half sizes. So usually a a 10 I squeeze into. 11 can get a little floppy. I feel a little bit like Then they're kind of like clown shoes. Exactly. Especially with that white part on the top. Like it just feels that much bigger and that I'm like slapping the ground with it. So so I I actually wore Converse when I was in like elementary school. Really? So, I mean, years ago. And I remember I had at least three different colored pairs and I would wear different colors. So, so Chuck, just from the questions students asked, sounds like you're known for a couple of things at ZCS. Next question from Cameron. Oh, I'm supposed to ask? No, you're just supposed to push play. Yeah, it was a joke. I get it. Why did you start giving out fireballs? That's a great question. Um, there's actually uh, a story behind it. I'll try to keep it short. Um, but w- I first started teaching in Kalamazoo and uh, taught seventh grade. 
science there. And the seventh grade math teacher, his name was Jim Poole, great friend. He was close to retirement. Um, and in his last year uh, before he was going to retire, he got diagnosed with lung cancer, um, and which was quite a shock because he had never smoked in his life. And obviously, that's not the only w- way you get lung cancer. But taught that whole last year would like plan his chemo around when he felt sick. So he'd get chemo on Thursday because he felt good Friday and then he'd feel like garbage on the weekend. Um, But Hmm. so much wisdom in him and like one thing that he would, I don't know, I just learned a lot as a new educator, but like one thing that always made us laugh at uh, like the parent meeting, uh, he would always say, we'll believe half of what um, your kids say about you and you believe half of what Hmm. they say about us. He said it the other way because it sounds better. Um, and then there was always laugh. But and there's a lot of truth to that too because, you know, kids' perception is not always correct. But there's there's truth in there. So just little tidbits of wisdom. So fireballs, what does that have anything to do with it? Well, he used to give away fireballs um, all the time. Like we'd be at a uh, high school football game and he'd ha- be handing them out to kids and and just randomly throughout the day. And so uh, when he, he eventually lost his uh, battle to cancer uh, and went home, uh, to be with our Lord, um, but he left behind, uh, obviously, the the staff shirts. So it said like KCMS staff, and uh, his wife was like, what am I going to do with these? So she asked me if I'd like them and I could wear them and whatever. I said, sure, that'd be great. And so she had them in this brown paper bag and was like, here you go. And I was like, thanks. And as I took them out, at the bottom of the bag was like a container of fireballs. Mm. Um, and so kind of since that day, uh, I've given out fireballs, and I like alliteration, so it's been Fireball Friday. Um, uh, mm. And I give them out, like other kids will convince me that it's a Monday, Friday. Um, of course. Uh, and, you know, they'll, they're, they're pretty convincing. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. sometimes they'll get a fireball on, on Monday. but And so... Uh, yeah, I've gone through, I usually go through 1,500 to 2,000 fireballs a Whoa. year. Gordon Foods is my supplier. But every time I, I hand it out, I often think of him and the legacy that he's left. And I still actually have the original container. So, Oh, that's very cool. So it's fun. but So it's a silly thing, but it's yeah. connected to more. Yeah, you bet. If very. anyone at Gordon Foods is hearing this and wants to sponsor the movement, yes, mm, please. Yes. Hashtag Gordon Foods. Hashtag that can be a uh, GFS. We'll tweet yeah. that out. Hey, let's uh, hear from Landon in the sixth grade. What life lessons have you learned? Some lessons I've learned. I don't know. That's, some big ones. That's, give us some. Give us some wisdom. Drop uh, some wisdom man. on us, Chucky. Do you go by Chucky? For you. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say because <laughs> I've called you that for a couple years and I've never you really have. asked you about that. You haven't. That's okay. I don't mind it. Sorry, Chuck. My dad wouldn't like it, but sorry, Charles. Yes. Is that better? That's much better. Thank you. <laughs> so life lessons. Number one, um, I don't take myself too seriously. I think if you can't laugh at yourself, then uh, it's going to be a long life. Mm. Um, there are definitely times to be serious for sure. But um, And maybe that's why middle school works so well for me is that, you know, you just kind of, you got to be able to laugh at yourself and um, and that's good. Hmm. That's it's you know it sounds simple or silly, but that is I think that's real wisdom, is is being able you know to have that flexibility, that kind of maybe even a humility I think that you model to be able to not take yourself so seriously. And and my wife keeps me in check. So I mean, <laughs> from our first day of being married on our wedding day, the person who married us asked us five reasons why we loved each other. One had to be funny. 
um, I was super kind and polite in my funny one. Um, she chose to just go right for it and said that I was comfortable with my premature balding. <laughs> oh. Um, and, uh, <laughs> at the, in the wedding ceremony. Yep. And I got a good laugh out of everybody. And you know what? It, it, that's totally okay because and, I can't control that I'm balding. And I must say, you, you work the, the bald look marvelously. Thank you. They do say bald is beautiful. Um, but I've not heard that, but I've, I've, now I'm going to start saying do. that. It's one of those alliterations that I like. I like to say that my beard hair is maybe pulling the hair out of my head. But <laughs> maybe some if kids you shave your beard, it would just start chia pet on top. Hmm. Maybe I'll try that. Um, but just with life lessons, I'd say I'm just I just try to be a student of life. Mm. So um, surround myself with really smart people um, and podcasts like this. Um, and so that's why I hang out with Cam. Yeah. And, you know, just a couple other quick ones, like uh, somebody who I taught with taught me to, like, you have to have margin in your life. You can't just totally plan everything. You have to have space mm. for stuff to happen and to be present. And so, um, like yesterday after school, I, we had time and my daughter wanted to read for a while. And so we just sat down and read and it was just, I would have missed out if something was planned. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I guess the last thing would be just to expect God to show up. Um, I think so often, um, yeah, we want God on our terms, but uh, I think we can just be expectant. I love that. You know, there's that there's that phrase that shows up pretty regularly in the Bible about like wait upon the Lord, and I think it's connected to what you're saying. You're, they're mm -hmm. expecting a God who shows up and who surprises and who yeah, he shows up at the right time. Yeah, not on our time. I love that. Very cool. Hey, that's a, like. Landon, I'm glad you asked that question. We just got some wisdom from Mr. Comrade. Hey, let's hear from Jay. Jay, I didn't get Jay's grade, unfortunately. Jay? Sixth. Let's hear from Jay in the sixth grade. Who is somebody you look up to? Great question again. I don't know why I have to affirm everyone's questions because they're <laughs> all great. You're all great because you're all my favorites. Um, but I would have... I don't know. I mean, there's so many people. God has been so good to me. Uh, but if I think back in my life, um, I would have to say my third grade teacher, who then also became my fifth grade teacher providentially, his name was Mr. Quist, and just had such an uh, impact on my life, uh, partly because of some family stuff that was going on and the role he could play in supporting me through that and really being Jesus' hands and feet. And uh yeah, so, I mean, if there's anyone from my childhood, it would definitely be um, Mr. Quist. Mm. And I've just been blessed with great friends in high school and in college. And um, as an uh, adult, God has put people around me that have made me better because we're not intended to do this life alone. Mm -hmm. um, and so God has been so gracious and faithful in all those things. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, too, of people in your life who've impacted you, you think, to a third grade teacher. So often I think, oh, you know, when my stu when students are developmentally ready to think about really deep concepts or all these, you know, ideas, but, but you remember a third grade teacher who supported you in a rough time, and it's, I think that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So you just never know your impact at different points in your life. So From the seventh grade, let's hear from Sophia. Did your siblings ever make you do something embarrassing or funny? I'm wondering if Sophia's got siblings who make her do things that are embarrassing or funny. I'm guessing she probably does, or she's the sibling that does That's it. That's even maybe more mm -hmm. likely, yeah. Maybe she's trying to get some ideas. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if Sophia knows this or not, but I'm the youngest of four. 
Ooh. So that lends itself to plenty yes. of shenanigans. And uh, so I'll keep this G-rated for the old medium talk. Good idea. Um, PG, you can you can delve into the PG if you need to. Okay, okay, then I'll go this Without direction. I guess. Too much. Okay, all right. Parental guidance needed for this one. Yep. Um. So, so I have an oldest brother and then two sisters in between, and then I'm the youngest brother. And so with older sisters, you know, there's there's the normal playing with My Little Ponies and things like that. You know, as a young boy with older sisters, um, and then you know, taking it to the next level, they would actually dress me up in. Uh, dresses mm. mm-hmm. and they thought I looked really cute which I'm sure I did oh yeah <laughs> but um yeah so that was pretty embarrassing when you actually think back to the fact that <laughs> yeah. they dressed me and my neighbor up as girls yeah and you don't really realize when you're a kid you just go with what your sisters are doing and then later you're like you tricked me guys because you trust them mm. yeah. and then you grow older and then you don't trust anyone because your sisters trust <laughs> you up as <laughs> girls a uh, similar thing we had some close family friends that we're still close with and it was like they had three young daughters and and it was me and then my younger sister and we would always play this game called pretty pretty princess <gasps> where we just got that for Christmas. About? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, that's what we would play every time we hung out with them. Yeah. And I would always wear all the jewelry and get the crown. Looking and the, back yeah. on it now, I found it in our game closet the other day. <laughs> I was like, oh no, why did I ever take part in this? Yeah. But it's a game. It's a real one. It's, it's a game. Hey, if Pam's listening, can we get some photographs of Pam? <laughs> 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 she probably has some. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, all right, let's go yeah. to Sabrina in the seventh grade. What's your favorite song and can you sing it for us? Oh, yes, and Sabrina, the thank singing you. Part is not optional. No, oh, no, of course not. Oh, oh my, hold on. Do that? do that again because <laughs> my microphone just freaked out. <laughs> I need to back up. I'll, I'll help you out. Oh, oh, can you something? Da, da, da. <laughs> Something like that. Disney's going to contact unknown. us. Yes. I don't think I know this song. So, Frozen 2 Cam. Haven't seen it yet. Ooh. I think you just ruined Cam. the movie. No, no. You, I you think... pretty much just experienced it. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, there, uh, Frozen 2 has a, a pretty good soundtrack with three daughters. It naturally. does, doesn't it? It just. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> a Panic at the Disco. Have you heard their rendition of Into the Unknown? Yes, yes, I have. Classic. So, Loved that one. Um, also from that movie, um, it all makes sense when you get older or something by Olaf. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, we were talking about that at breakfast. That's such a good one, I think, it for, is. for parents, too. Really like, that's oh, what you guys it's talk funny. about at breakfast? We do. Yeah, we had a mm-hmm. long breakfast this morning, yeah. mostly frozen food stuff. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say, like, if I, I love music. Um, I love Christian music, and I love how we can experience God in that way, um, especially in times maybe where we can't sing for ourselves, mm-hmm. but kind of this whole idea of the community singing for and with us. Mm-hmm. And so like songs like Raise a Hallelujah and most recently like Waymakers um, and then like uh, Lord, I Need You. Uh, you know, there's different times yes. where like these songs bring about things that you can't express with words. I mean, so. And it's so cool. It is such, if you think about it, in one sense, it's not weird because we experience it pretty regularly, especially in a Christian school. You know, we sing every week at the high school we do yeah, anyway. actually sing today. We're singing today. It's a Friday yeah. singing chapel. But 
music and and like what it does and how it works and what it is even is there's like such a cool strangeness to it if you step back and think about like what is this exactly and yet it, it can have such a powerful impact on our perspective on our understanding of who god is who we are where we are in life all kinds of things mm-hmm. you actually just mentioned one of russ's favorite songs yeah you did as soon as we got Sing these new microphones, that he just started singing that song, and he wouldn't <laughs> stop. And it was on a Friday, so then we're walking to chapel, and he's like, Cam, if that song plays, we're going up on stage. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it didn't. <laughs> oh, I was hoping. He's so just walking so around singing that. But it's not even the full song. He just Sing says that part what, What's the part that I kept again. singing? Oh, it's a good part. Uh Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. <laughs> yeah. That's the part. Oh, this goes man. on and on with it. We sing better a louder, oh. sing a little louder. Sing Give us a, a third one, Cam. Come I'd on. I prefer not to. Sing a little louder. Oh man, Chuck, I that missed you. That was stuck in my head again. <laughs> what? What else would you want stuck in your head, Cam? Besides, Any- <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, I'm not too worried about it. February 11th, it comes out. What does? Frozen two. But that's Isn't just the digital. That's just digital copy. Oh. 25th for uh, that's my birthday DVD or VH or uh, not VHS. It's not Whatever really my birthday. <laughs> wait, wait, what's your birthday, Cam? That hurts me that you don't know. Hey, tell you what, if it's really the 11th, you come over, watch uh, Frozen 2 with my daughters and I. It's not on the 11th. Oh, you miss like out then. the following week. Okay, let's go to Tegan in the sixth grade. Tegan, what do you have for us? What is your favorite joke? Ooh, we haven't laughed quite enough yet this morning, Chucky. Give us a little, or yeah. Chuck, excuse me, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. What do you got? Brian. <laughs> Rusty. So often students will say this as they're walking into the school building because normally I'm there in the mornings to greet them. Um, and they say, I'm so tired. And I quickly respond, well, good thing you're not a bicycle. And then they kind of look at me. I say, because then you'd be too tired. <laughs> I just love that one. <laughs> it never gets old for me. I might say it at least five times a day, if not more. Cam, what do you think? Quality joke? Cam is resting his head against his microphone right now. I don't know what to think. <laughs> are, you too, are you too tired? Yes. Ask the people out in the hall right now. Hey, are you tired? <laughs> well, good thing you're not a bicycle. They're peeking in on us right now. We're being watched. This is yeah. like the Today Show or one of those shows where there's a glass uh-huh. back. Yeah. yeah, you know. The Today Show. Pretty similar. <laughs> All right, how about Isaac in the seventh grade? What's your favorite Bible verse? Do you have a favorite Bible verse, Chuck? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, one would be Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. Um, I just think it's a beautiful picture of when, when things seem like they're kind of all over the place. Um, and the other one would be uh, Philippians 4, 4 through 7, which is rejoice in the Lord always. And I will say it again, rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. From memory, folks, just so you know. As I'm saying it, I was questioning it, so you might have to look back <laughs> to see if I... But. I love that because it starts with rejoicing. Chuck International version. (laughs) Uh, But just with rejoicing, and I think the older we get, the more we realize, like the word in is the most important. Rejoice in the Lord, um, that it's not 
circumstantial, but it's in what has already been done. Hmm. Um, but then also the whole part about being anxious and then the peace that transcends all understanding just gives me that peace because we don't always understand why. We, it's like, okay, okay, I can move on. Um, but I, I firmly believe that's from God. And so just that reminder um, and doing it thankfully. Um, and so... Yeah, I love that wording too. I'm so glad that that you know that's included the peace that transcends that goes above and beyond our understanding because sometimes I'm waiting for peace until I understand, until it makes sense. But I love that invitation to experience the peace of Christ before and without understanding. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the bell is about to ring. We've got one more question for you, Mr. Comrade from 7th grader Josiah. What would you say to yourself as a middle schooler? Cam, Josiah just snatched he, your favorite he stole question. my question, except for switched it for middle schooler. <laughs> Josiah, nice one. Yeah, yeah he's thanks, another Josiah. one of my favorites. Nice. Um, yes. I would say to the middle school me, God is faithful and God is good. And I think the older we get, the more we look back at our life and realize that truth. Um, and so, and hey, Chuck. Charles, Chucky, you're going to be okay. You just need to listen. You need to be curious. And remember that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So have a good attitude. Preach the gospel and when necessary, use words. Dang. There we go. That was nice. I wish I was a little bit smarter then. But (laughs) here we are. Hey, Chuck, anything you want Zealand Christian to know about you, who you are, any message you have for Zealand Christian families who are listening? I love our community of believers. um, And I just love learning together. And there's just so much to learn content-wise, but there's just so much to learn about life. And I I love this time of life for kids uh, where we can figure things out together, um, that we can make mistakes and uh, learn from them at a young age so that we can be adults who um, make great choices based on the truth that we learn in school and uh, with our family and through church and things like that. And so um, I do not expect perfection out of our kids. Uh, I expect them to always want to be better uh, and to realize that life is a journey. And so it's just a privilege to be on that journey uh, with our community. Awesome. Amen. Mm-hmm. Chuck, thank you so much. I love you, brother. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for asking me. Hey, we usually say go Maroons, but what, uh, what, is, uh, is it, is it, what do you say? Do you say go gold and, and blue or what do you say? Go Rams. Of course, hook them Rams. Rams. Yep, hook them Rams. Hook them Rams. On three, Cam. One, two, three. Hook them Rams. Rams.